You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Alter Echo on the weekend of August 20th and 21st, 2022. I'm coming to you from my office today. It's Saturday afternoon, so this is coming a little late and will be posted a little late this weekend, uh, later than usual anyway. But I'm coming to you on the heels of a memorial service that just was completed for a beloved person of God. And there's something just seemingly... Uh, seamless about moving from that into a third week of talking about promises God makes to us around eternity and heaven and protection and love and renewal, all these things that we've been hearing about the last couple of weeks. So I'm so glad you're with us today and this weekend, and I hope that as we get close to the end of summer here, these weekends are filled with renewal and new expectation for new things that are ahead. We are on uh, chapter 51 called The Spirit of Hope in the Brian McLaren book, We Make the Road by Walking. That means that we are down to one remaining chapter after this week. We, Pastor Kim and I, will both be sad that this book is over. I know other groups in church here who have been using it will have a sense of um, sadness over this being over too because it's been so solid and relevant to us. It has spoken to us in terms that we understand these days, not unlike terms that we're going to hear in the lesson today from Revelation 21 and 22 that are relevant for our time as well, and I will explain that in just a little bit. So, we are in Revelation 21 and 22. If you want to get your Bibles out, chapter 21, the verses we will read are 1 to 8, famous verses from the end of the Bible. And then the final section will be verse, verses 16 through the end of the chapter, 16 to 21, in chapter 22. And these are quite literally the last verses and words of the Bible, the Holy Bible. And so we, we listen to these in a very special way today as the, the story that God has given us, the narrative of God in the world and God in the universe and God in our lives and then our lives responding to God comes to, comes to its closure and, 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 and is tied up in a sense but also opened up for the, the future that's ahead of us. So let's start today with verses, verses 1 through 8 in Revelation 21. Here's what the writer John says in his vision. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See? The home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples. And God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, write this, 
for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Those who conquer will inherit these things, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the polluted, the murderers, the fornicators, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And then move ahead to verse 16 in chapter 22. These are the final verses of the Bible. It is I, Jesus, who sent my angel to you with the testimony for the churches. I'm the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. And let everyone who hears say, come. And let everyone who is thirsty say, come. Let anyone who wishes to take the water of life as a gift. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. The one who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. Amen. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, may the words of my mouth now and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, you who are our rock and our redeemer, hasten the day, we pray that you come to us once again. In Christ's name, amen. Well, I just prayed for God to hasten the day that Christ comes to us, and I'm just going to say this. I understand in my faith and in the reading of the Bible that God always comes to us in Christ. So our prayer is that Christ hasten his coming to us. In other words, open our minds even more and more that we sense that we are in Christ's presence, the living God's presence. I think I want to start this way today, and then I'm going to share a piece of music with you and give some final thoughts on that as well. I sat in the front pew last Sunday and listened to Pastor Kim's sermon. It was the second in a series of three at the end of this book that Brian McLaren has written for us that have to do with what we might call heaven or eternity or eternal life or all of the promises of God that surround that which gives us hope, that which gives us hope of a future, that there's more out there. This is so part and parcel of our faith, that there's more out there for us beyond death. And we so often think of that death as our physical death, the end of our mortal lives. And of course, that is the, that is the final moment for us. It's the final piece of what we have only known as human beings. But there's also all that much more out there beyond everything that is a, fin a finality. All the little deaths of our lives that we experience, the things that come to an end. God says, no, there's more. See? I am making all things 
knew everything. And so our hope is founded in this, that God is out there or God is with us, but that this God that we put our faith and trust in and sense is here and that draws us into God's presence is bigger than us, far bigger. In fact, so much bigger that we can't grasp it. That that bigness, that ability to be the creator of the universe, the beginning and the end, and everything in between, that, that God is eternity, that gives us hope. And that our hope is also founded in the fact that this God is a good God. And so I want to point to a couple of things in today's reading that give me just uh, the greatest of hope and a real sense of, of life and, and new energy based on it. I'm aware in chapter 21 that heaven is described as coming down to earth. This is a new paradigm. It's a paradigm shift for us for all kinds of reasons. We have been conditioned to think of heaven as being something that is above us or away from us and that we go to heaven when we die. But just think about this for a moment. When we die, we can't go anywhere. In fact, when we die, we're placed in a grave because we can't get anywhere ourselves, of course. Or we're placed in, an, in a columbarium like we're, like we're creating out here behind the church, a resting place for our mortal bodies. But here, here the hope is that heaven comes to us, that God, our Savior in Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, come to us where we need it most, where we're most weak, where there is no life left in us, where, we, where our vulnerabilities have finally shown themselves in their greatest flourish, where we can't do anything for ourselves anymore. God brings heaven to earth. God brings heaven to us. I find so much hope in that. In fact, there's, a, there's an, almost an end to anxiety when I think about that, that thinking about my own death or the deaths of my, my grandmas and grandpas and someday my parents and, 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 and my in-laws and my own family. When I think of what needs to happen, all I need to think about is that God will come to me as God always has. God always has come to people from the beginning. Even in the Garden of Eden, God comes to Adam and Eve. God comes to people and speaks to them and reveals God's, God's mission for the world and even mission for them and calls them to accept it and to follow it. God comes to the world most profoundly in a little baby in a manger in, in Bethlehem and says, this is your Savior. This is me. I'm coming to you because you can't come to me. I'm coming down and making myself known to you. And this is the God of the universe who does this. The God who's there at the beginning, the God who's there at the end, the God who is here at every point in time in between. And for all of eternity, this is God who comes to us. This is what God does. I saw the holy city the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. 
such a joyful, a joyful scene and vision that our faith would look finally at the end of the story of faith and at the end of the story of our lives and see a wedding, a celebration where people are filled with joy because people have come together in love. And here the scene is that God has come together with the earth, with people who are alive and dead, and has come together in a, in a time of love, where love is, is what brings people together with their God and God with us, and where love is what sparks everything going forward, where love can grow and love can hold people. Hmm. So this is the vision of heaven, that heaven is similar to, in our best descriptions, the joy of a wedding, the joy of people coming together in love. But then the thing that I sat in the front pew last week thinking about also was that after we've talked about restoration, about God being a restorer of everything here, which I find very hopeful that even our earth will be restored by God, that we do not live on a throwaway planet at all, but that God, in God's way, will restore life to everyone and everything. Here in these last weeks of this book and chapter, I have been yearning to hear as well about God taking care of the most vulnerable among us. And here is where I want to play a song for you and have you especially listen to the last line. It's a group called Cademan's Call. And the song is Beautiful Mystery. If you want to look up the lyrics, go ahead and find Beautiful Mystery by Cademan's Call. C-A-E-D-M-O-N apostrophe S. Call. Listen to this song and then let's just reflect on a few words at the end.
So here's what I hear especially today. The truth is a river where the strong can swim down deep and the weak and the broken can walk across so easily. You know about the river of life in Revelation that God through the writer John shows us this vision of crystal clear water that is life-giving, eternal life-giving to us. We think about our own baptisms as, as the beginning of experiencing that water, that river of life. But here the scene is that everybody is invited to come to the river, to come to God, to come to the truth. And the truth is that no matter who you are, whether you're strong and can swim down deep into the river, or especially whether you are weak or broken, every bit of your weakness and brokenness is freed from you. And you can walk across that river from our old life and even our deaths and all the things that weighed us down or hurt us or broke us. We can walk from that easily into the kingdom of heaven. I think of this last part of the story as the, the deepest hope of liberation for us in everything we need to be liberated from. Whether our bodies have been broken or impaired over much of our lives or even all of our lives or our minds have been hurt and that has weighed us down and, and taken us away from a fuller life. What is it that you experience that you need to be lifted from you? that you need to be liberated from so that you can be more of who God made you to be or more able to experience the joy of life. This is what God brings. This is the spirit of hope that we are given. This is what our faith looks for and yearns for. It's all of us being liberated from all of those things that hurt us or limit us in any way or hold us back, period. The words of John in Revelation 21. See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them, and they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. Dear friends, this is what awaits us. This is what God is about. This is what God gives as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Come, be invited. Drink deeply from the promises that God gives to us and from the gift of faith that you have. Drink deeply and live with hope as our God comes to our world here and now and forever and is the God that makes all things new. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. 
hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.